welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 979. When you had need of it, and not just a breeze, but a breath, that subtle breath. He looked at me from the corner of his eye, giving me a sly smile. How long do you think it will be before you can make yourself a ring of air? I lifted up my naked left hand, fingers spread. Who's to say I'm not already wearing it? Elodin rocked with laughter, then stopped when my expression didn't change. His brow furrowed a bit as he gave me a speculative look, eyes flickering first to my hand, then back to my face. Are you joking? he asked. That's a good question, I said, looking him calmly in the eye. Am I? That's the page and the chapter. I'm Jeremy. I'm Jordana. I'm Nick. This is great. <laughs> and this is what I meant about like the power dynamic shifting. I think that um, earlier... Cloth gets the... to mess with him a bit now. Yeah, exactly. Cloth gets to play the mysterious, like, ooh, you don't know. And Elodin seems to genuinely think there is a possibility that Cloth does have a ring of air. Yeah, how would Elodin know? How would yeah, anyone well, know? Cloth has sort of proven himself being, you know, he... See, Elodin knows about the Fae, obviously. He knows mm-hmm. about I shades. I think once Cloth knows... came back with a shade, all bets were off. Yeah, exactly. Like, Elodin knows about these things, but, and it's, I guess it's implied that he's, like, had adventures, but he doesn't seem to be quite as uh, bedecked with riches, with loot, with, with uh, mystical legendary Mumbo artifacts. Uh, yeah. That's right, as Quoth, so. Okay, weird uh, question. If someone's wearing a ring of air and you shake their hand, would you feel it? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I believe all the rings on his second hand are invisible, right? Rings unseen. He had rings unseen on his second hand. One was air in a gleaming band. Can something gleam if you can't see it? I don't know, man. I was literally just conjured that from my brain. I don't know if that's the lyric or not, and I'm not looking it up. <laughs> We refuse. We 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 absolutely point blank refuse to look anything up. Who the who the hell is outside my house screaming at me to look things up? I will never look things up. <laughs> That's why we have you, the listener. Mm-hmm. Who needs ChatGPT when you have real intelligence? Yeah, we just have to have listeners who are even more pedantic about this book than we are. I think we do. Jeremy. Oh, absolutely. Do. Yeah, there are dozens of them. Dozens. Yeah. Actually, speaking like we of, depend on them greatly. <laughs> speaking of pedantic listeners, there is a conversation going on right now in the Discord about whether or not Quoth is an unreliable narrator. Uh, and I mean, to me, that's settled law. But on this very page, there's an example of Quoth being an unreliable narrator because he is not just messing with Elodin, he's messing with us. Yeah, because he doesn't say, of course I didn't have one and I was just messing with Elodin. Yeah, we there's no know. scene he where he goes off and makes the ring, but he's he has in the past like done things off screen. So maybe all this time he's got his ring on. That's unreliable narration. It doesn't mean he's lying to us. It just means he isn't or or won't or can't give us all the information. That's what an unreliable narrator is. It's settled. Reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it, it. And this is not to. Uh, it's not our listeners who take this position, but apparently there's still a loud uh, quotient of, of people online who who say, uh, "No, he's not an unreliable narrator." And I think it speaks to the crisis of literacy mm. that uh, people can't seem to get it through their heads what that actually means. Absolutely. Uh, I don't. I'm not meaning to cast any aspersions on our loyal listeners who are smart and handsome and uh, and clever, but. Uh, I saw a, a post on the internet that made me truly like put my head in my hands and weep for the lack of like lack of being able to like interpret a story because it was a post about like 
what do you think it means when Luke cuts off Darth Vader's robot hand and then looks at his own robot hand? What do you think that scene's trying to communicate? And I wanted to throw that poster into the pit of Karku, and I wanted to pick them up and hurl them into the Death Star reactor shaft. Do you think that was a, a troll? I can't say, I can't say, but I also like, I believe that there is someone out there who is confused by that, that problem. Probably never ascribe to malice what you can ascribe to incompetence. Hmm. I also think on this page, there is, we have to point out a significant three, right? Eladin's like, there's three, that's three times that you have summoned the wind of your own volition when you weren't like in a state of like emotional heightenedness, when you just like called it because you needed to do it and it came. Uh, I think that's interesting and significant, and so does Eladin. And I also like that Eladin identifies different gradations or different kind of subsets of the skill of naming. Like you did it, you didn't just like summon a breeze or like a, or a you know a, a kind of a crude summoning of the wind. You did something kind of complicated and difficult, which is to summon a breath. That that I think is like indicating to us that Quoth is acquiring. Um, ranks in the skill Fine of motor skills. Yeah. yeah well it, it to me it almost speaks like a rubric it's like he's he's setting out the parameters that are needed to call yourself someone who knows this name like three times means it's not a fluke calling it when you had need of it means that you know you can actually like call it when you need to use it and not just like when it's heightened emotional states and then also the fine motor control implied by mm-hmm. by being a breath I think there's one other thing we want to talk about on this page, but I don't think Nick and I are equipped to talk no, about it. No, indeed. It is only I who can solve this problem. This Jordana, if listeners, Jordana just put her, her <laughs> the back of her hand to her forehead as if she were swooning. Oh, that was just for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the physical comedy has to be shared. All right. Fine. Yes. Okay. This is the end of a chapter. This chapter was called Tangled. I think that that sort of refers to... Uh, both being tangled about Denna and then also maybe uh, both purposefully making Elodin kind of tangled about him at the end there with the ring. I think it refers to the solid B plus Disney film starring Mandy Moore. Is that who's in that film? Yes. (laughs) Oh my God. I had no idea. (laughs) Mandy Moore and Zachary Levi. I don't know who that is. Shazam. He's he's one of those. Uh, yeah, he's Shazam. He's one of those actors who, the more you learn about him, the less you like him. At first, you're like, "Oh, this guy's pretty fun and cool." And then, the more you learn about him, the more you're like, "Oh, I wish he would go away." <laughs> That's too bad. Yeah, we have a letter. Mailbag. This is from Interjection on the Discord, who writes, "Hi, Pagers." Regarding page nine seventy, Jeremy shares, "When Quoth is like, I was wondering if you would move over a little. I don't know why. What exactly is it in the prose?" of this passage that makes it read so clearly as like Quoth rolled a fumble, but it really does feel that way. To quote the page, you're about to ask me a question. She adjusted her position slightly on the stone. The answer is yes. How was I to take that? What should I ask for? A kiss? More? How much was too much to ask? Was this a test? I knew asking too much would only drive her away. I was wondering if you would move over a little, I said gently. Quoth is putting a lot of emphasis on the moment. He realizes his, his reply to her is important. And for all their awareness of the seven words, he uses ten as in 10 words to break a person's will. And recall slightly earlier than this, when he reads her braid, I think I'm afraid to give you any more compliments. Also 10 words. I think the use of 10 words, especially at a highlighted moment, reinforces that their relationship is cracking. What do you think? ETA page 971. 
Do you bring all of them heat? She made a little gasp as she slipped down the side of the stone. She caught herself just as I was reaching out to help her. Did she catch herself using seven words, putting a stop to it? I think that she was about to say something like, like awful. I think that that would have been like a truly cruel thing to say. And that's why she caught herself and or also just got splashed. But I do think that there's something in the idea that all of these like fumble phrases are 10, uh, 10 words. Mm-hmm. The idea that like, 10 words to break a person's will. That's just tossed off somewhere. I don't know that that's been driven home as much as the seven words, but I wouldn't put it past Rothfuss. Certainly it does feel, it's like we are looking for seven words, right? The the insane close readers like us, and certainly I am doing this in that scene. I'm like counting on my fingers. I'm going like, I was wondering if you'd move over a little. Damn, missed it, right? And then to notice that they're all 10 words, that does feel significant. I also wonder if it's like, Quoth isn't in the zone, right? He's he's thinking, he's overthinking too much, right? He's overthinking too much. He's not letting himself enter a state of flow. So he's second guessing everything he's saying to her. He's like trying to, he's using his his waking mind too much. And I think that when things are going well for him and Denna, when they are in simpatico, he is re- relying a lot more on his sleeping mind. And I think that's when the, when the seven words start to come out. I think that's when the rhyming starts to come out. So I think that it's a function of him being too in his head uh, that makes him fumble. And I think that that is an accurate reflection of uh, real life romantic scenarios when sometimes you uh, you get tongue tied or like put your foot in your mouth because you're overthinking what you should be saying. Yep, big time. Strong agree. Reasonable. Listeners, you all agree with us very strongly on tomorrow's page. Very reasonably, the wind.